Hello, and welcome to Sono Podcast No Sodome, the fate of that podcast, uh, where I didn't write an intro this time, because I forgot to, because it's been like two and a half months since we've recorded. I'm Vane Tazetta. I am Russell Cooper. I'm Herb. And and I made I made a joke at like dinner the other day that my new podcast intro is just hi it's been months since we've recorded again. <laughs> Oops. But it's uh, fine. Yes, and we also should like explain uh, as you as is also usual with this podcast technology has been giving us a lot of trouble. Oh my god, it's not an episode recording if we don't spend like 20 minutes fixing the weirdest audio issues you've ever seen. Uh, beforehand. So, so we're recording on one of those old-fashioned recording devices from, like, the early 20th century where it was recorded on a wire, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, then we're going to twist the wire together later to make the final recording. <clears throat> yes, and, and the, the optimal way to listen to this podcast is on your phonograph. Yes. Um, ideally, your Victrola. And um, we, we will also be releasing wax cylinders. Yes. <laughs> And, okay. So, and also, Vane and Russell are in the same room because. Yes. Well. So that is why we sound like we're sharing a microphone because we are. Anyway, we wa- I don't remember the episode numbers because again, I didn't prepare for the episode today. But we watched uh, the episodes of part three with the battle uh, justice, a- old lady Enya's. Uh, Enyaba. So that's interesting. They call her that because that that's one of my favorite localized names because they do call her Enyaba in the audio, but that's because they're calling her like Enya Obasan, which is just old lady Enya. So ah. they got around that one cuz that is technically what they are saying, but clever. It's clever. Um my notes got deleted as I was taking them on the episode, but because let me hear technology your thoughts, boys. Well, I like this arc. Yes, and we got a little treat because there was more um, pee pee poo poo at the end. Yeah, that's true. This did go- we we have to do our best to not make this the pee pee poo poo episode part two electric boogaloo, but maybe we can. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it depends how much we want to talk about pee pee and poo poo because we can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we started the episode with a dead dog warning, but because I switched to Crunchyroll out of laziness, we didn't really see it. Oh, uh, Wait, what okay. do you mean? There was a, like, when they were driving into the village, there was a dead dog's, like, head on, like, a spike. Oh, um, I missed that. Yeah, he, they just mentioned it in text. That That's the one time where it kind of was what's going on, but uh, then that dog you saw later was the dog. Oh, but, that was an ugly, terrible, evil dog. It was an ugly dog is the thing about but it. But wait, if its head was on a stake, how did it get back on its corpse? The fucking fog dragged it. Oh, okay. Or at least I think I think it's the same dog. Could be a different dog. Would be weird if it was a different dog. Uh, yeah, because we don't want anything weird on this show. Um, well, you know. <laughs> Um, I mean, that was my favorite part. Like, I'm, I guess this is a Crunchyroll-specific thing, how at the beginning of what? every episode they have to show that this is a work of fiction. No, th- not e- not even. It's just kind of... It was just kind of there. They don't do that on every episode. But, yeah, we, re- they, we really have to make sure they know that this is a work of fiction and any resemblance to living persons, real or dead, is coincidental. Are you telling me that for some reason if we had watched this episode on Hulu like normal instead of Crunchyroll, it still would have had that disclaimer? I don't know. 
But it's not like every episode on Crunchyroll. No, I know. Of course, not mm-hmm. every episode. On I don't know. Maybe it's because they mentioned 007 and John Lennon. Yeah, those are some big IPs. Well, uh-huh. John Lennon's not an IP, but well, yeah. And then Polnareff called himself Polnareff, like another Beatles joke. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Yes, um, because I could have very easily mistaken him for uh, Paul McCartney, which is why they needed the disclaimer. Right. Yeah. Yes, and he's so Michael similar. Polnareff. Yeah. But um. And, so and, yeah, we we. Yes, and so, sorry, and let me say again, I mean, I got a lot of, um, uh, I don't know if it's not schadenfreude, I guess is the word, but a lot of satisfaction, because in the beginning, they got rid of my, who's now my least favorite brat. Oh, yes, and, yes, uh, she's going home. Yes, and um, and also, I, I felt so, you know, the one thing I felt in common with Anya is wanting to kill Polnareff. Because I just, I always want to kill him. Can I say that that's the most aggressive thing I've ever heard you say as my father of almost 28 years? I'm not sure if that's true, but okay, we'll go with that. But uh, she, she did say something during the episode about like, I'll ki- I, I want, I want to kill you, Polnareff. And I did hear him say, uh, me too. Yeah, I heard that too. And it's like, so I've never seen you hate something so much. If my boyfriend heard you with this Polnareff hate, he would cry. You know, I mean, I'm, in generally, I tend to be very charitable, but remember, Polnareff is a work of fiction and has no resemblance to anybody living <laughs> or dead. Uh, thank goodness. <laughs> That's true. Because, um, I think they need to stop letting him go off on his own, especially to the bathroom. They really need, like, a toilet buddy system yeah, for Polnareff. Polnareff does need a bathroom buddy. And just in general, it's like... He is, gee, you know, there's a corpse behind me, but I'm not looking at it because I'm asking all kinds of inquisitive, annoying questions. You know, and okay, meanwhile, Jotaro that... comes downstairs and, like, I immediately see exactly what's going on. Well, Jotaro's not a comic relief character. And, and, and Maybe jo- he should be. And Jotaro is not, he's not even necessarily that bright, but... <laughs> no, he's the smartest teenager and the most powerful and strong teenager that ever lived. Well, uh, Kakyoin's probably smarter than him, he, yeah, but he's probably smarter. Jodoro's You're right. stronger. He's the strongest boy. So, so let me think. Let me go through the episode. So we get into this foggy town, and they find the body, and they find the woman with the oozing ac- facial acne. Uh, did they, they they get? We get my um my favorite line in all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I believe, is Polnareff saying, "He looks like a cartoon cheese you'd find in Tom and Jerry." There was a lot of references to, like, American media that, in this episode. That's probably why they had that disclaimer. Yeah, you're right. You, you but, should, like, th- there's no one in the show has any resemblance to Tom and Jerry. We have to... Uh, it's it's yeah. just, like, you see a dead body full of holes, and that's what you huh, say about Tom it. Tom and Jerry. It, it looks like a car... Not even just, like, looks like Swiss cheese. It, it's a, specifically a cartoon cheese from Tom and Jerry. And Polnareff's French. He should know cheeses. True. <laughs> yeah, though that this would be more like a Swiss cheese, so maybe you know we can yeah. give him some uh, some 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 leeway there. And then we have Enya, who re- allegedly uh, spilled boiling water on her arm, and that's why gauze is wrapped all over it? Question mark? Question mark? Um, and, and why there's I no? Guess she definitely does not have two right hands. I've put gauze on burns before. But yeah. what I put like, like the, your whole the burn cream and yeah. then you put the thing I on don't to know. hold the burn cream in place. Yeah, I guess. 
See, it's been it was, so it long. It just looked funny because it was like a big claw. And you could still see her thumb. Yeah. I, f- I forgot that they... Because, yeah, because she's the mother of the guy with two right hands. I didn't realize it was genetic. Yes. She does also have it. They, you know... if Perhaps if we were watching this in at a regular close interval, we would remember that we have seen it. But, um, unfortunately, because we watch uh, an, maybe an episode a month if we're lucky, uh, there's no fucking way we would remember that detail. No. And but I am very satisfied to know that the double right hands is nature and not nurture. Yes. <laughs> it's not because of the tragic backstory that he has two right, right. hands. It's, 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 he has a mommy who loves him so much. Yeah, and still, two right hands. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes you think. And, and let me also say that, you know, it was very interesting, again, more inconsistency that, um, I forget, what's the older Jojo called? He is... Uh, Joseph? Jo- jo- oh, he's just Joseph? Okay, good. Uh, thank you. Um, so, it, he, you know, he he needed to create an image, but, and, but he was asking for a TV, which I know was, like, the second thing, because first it was just a camera, and then it became a TV... But since yeah, what we've when, established more recently, why didn't he just, like, use the fog to make an image or some, like, crumbs from yeah. his meal or something? That's true. In the Empress episode, we did see him use, like, fucking, well, flour or whatever it was. So, yes. but no, God, that would be too easy. So, can I ask a question? Yeah. So, to defeat the, the fog stand, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I'm getting ahead of ourselves no, here, go for it. but did... Jotaro's stand just it, inhale real hard and yeah. hold his breath. Well, it, it sucked in all of the fog, and, and I just, guess that represented sucking in all of her breath so she couldn't breathe because the right. stands is you. He did a he did a vape cloud. He sucked so hard. He and he he was holding it in so that he would get real high when he blew it out. Uh-huh. And she suffocated. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was weird. No, it's definitely weird. Yeah, it was, you know, I don't know how... But, you know... No one's ever thought of that. I, d- I don't think it's the weirdest way Jotaro has won a fight. I, what, I, do you, what do you think is the weirdest way so far that we've seen? I'm I'm still a big fan of Starfinger, personally. <laughs> that okay. was one of my favorite moves. I do like it, though, when he gets more creative than just punch, punch, punch. Yeah, it makes the show more fun. Mm-hmm. What exactly? Sorry, I was going to say, what exactly is his stance power supposed to be officially? Uh, very strong and very precise. Very good. Oh yeah, very nice. the precision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you think about um, it, that's like one of the most boring stands that we see in the show. He ha- he has the most boring stand in the show, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, he wins all the time. He gets results. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like usually a stand is like, you know, I make fish fall from the sky and I have very good batting skills or something, you know. it's You haven't seen nothing yet. I know, but... so I'm not going to consider this spoilers because part eight probably isn't going to get animated until like 20 years from now, but... That, like, as it goes on, stands get progressively weirder, and I just, I always think about my favorite character in Part 8, who is a stick bug, but also a rock insect, whose name is Doo-da-doo-dee-da-da-da, and his stand (laughs) 
is that if you extend a joint, he makes asbestos explode out of it. Um, Whoa! And that's just, like, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, examples of sort of how uh, they, they continue to escalate. God. Now, when you say joint, do you mean a body joint or? Yes, like, okay. like, like if you if you like extend your finger joint, it will explode with as- asbestos. Okay. Not actually my favorite character in Part Eight, but like it's so good in concept. Well, you yeah, could use that. Genius. So if it attacked you, then you could defend yourself from like a fire attack. I, I suppose you could. Unfortunately, the per- JoJo protagonist stand is uh, soap bubbles. You know, um, so well. Oh, so I mean, can clean off the. Well, it it does more than that, but that's like the this, the image. This this JoJo is gonna get mesothelioma. Yeah, because asbestos exposure has been linked to mesothelioma. You are entitled. You may be entitled to financial compensation. Anyway, whole horse is back. What do you guys think of that? He's more like half horse this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had holes in him. He did. <laughs> she did put a hole in whole horse. It's poetic. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You know, again, and I, I, you know, I still say, and I know you try to explain it. It's like, well, maybe actually there is an explanation because he did try to kind of help them, and then you know, Polnareff ran away, and he still helped him, and then at the end he like screwed them. So it's like. You know, is he trying to help them? I guess maybe the idea is he wanted them to survive so that Dio could get them, or... He... No. What it is is that he's the kind of person who always wants to play the winning side, right? Well, it depends. So, you know... You you have to know who the winning side is. He's helping them because he can see that, you know, Enya's probably at a disadvantage, and then he gets out and he's like, okay, but Dio's still way stronger than them, I'm gonna go find him. Okay, I see what you're saying. Got it. He doesn't. So he's yeah. gonna end up on their side though, eventually, probably, if that's how he flip flops. Yeah. If he's important at all. Yeah. You never know in this show. That's though. what I'm saying, because they brought him back, so that creates like. Yeah. Like it sets off it's, some alarms. It's, it's like ra- it's raising a flag to be paid off later, but JoJo loves raising flags and then putting them down and then raising them and putting them down. Right. Now, is Whole Horse the one who had, like, this woman who was, like, crazy in love with him and doing anything he said, and... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So and she was, like, a teenager. Yes, I was gonna say, I wonder what he did with her. Since uh, he well... Without her. <laughs> I think she, she, like, I don't know if she died or something, but remember the, uh, Empress, the Pimple Stands user, was, like, inside of her body? Yeah, for some reason I uh, felt like uh-huh. she survived. But, you know, again, it's been so long. Um, Well, at at the end of the Empress battle, an uglier, larger woman bursts out of this petite beauty so as to be like, oh, no, she's... Oh, no, she's ugly. Oh, no, she's ugly. And Polnareff kissed an ugly girl. Or almost kissed. Oh, okay. You see, I always... See, that's a problem with these long stretches. Then I have to go back and, like, watch Mm -hmm. it again. Exactly. That's okay, because I'm sure I'm not missing anything. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, we're getting off track here. So where do we leave? So, I have wait wait yeah? I, Dad I have a good idea for a podcast. Yes. It's we watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but every time we watch all of the episodes plus two new episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we recap. So now we're watching all of part one, all of part two, and up then all of part three up to three. where we are. Yeah, that won't take long. Um, but no, 
But seriously, I think in our in our narrative, we barely okay. So we just got to like the place, and it's like you know again. And I know you know it's necessary for the narrative, but it's like, gee, there's very weird things going on here, and everyone's weird, and there's this fog. Oh yeah, that we actually had that line. There's no way a stand user could be involved. Yeah, they, like, show the stand with, like, its tarot card, and then we pan back down to Joseph, who's like, you don't think it's a stand attack, right? Yeah, no, I mean, how could that possibly be responsible for, you know, a guy with holes in his body, or, um... The guy full of bugs. Yeah. I totally... When I saw the guy with the bugs turn around, I knew that they they were some sort of puppet. Yeah. I've seen enough anime to know... That, that there's got to be a puppet town at some point. <laughs> and enough anime to know that bugs on a person means they're dead. 100%. Yeah. Um, the lizards jumping out of the guy's mouth were was also very upsetting for me. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, yeah, before that, so, my idea was, oh, maybe they're, like, being possessed by bugs, and maybe the stand is, like, powerful yeah, bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when the yeah. lizards came along, it's like, no, wait, now it's too complicated. <laughs> I had a note that said that the restaurant owner was Bugs. Yeah, I my note that got yeah. deleted about the Bugs was like a, a, a joke that was a reference none of you guys would understand, which was Riku, they it's it's Riku, they put Bugs in him! Um, which is like a Kingdom Hearts joke. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Kingdom Hearts like that. But, you, you, um, but I mean, wasn't there, I don't know, if was it in Jogo? Or so, I have a recollection of, like, something where, you know, a person, there's this person walking around, but he's really just a bag of bugs. <sighs> it feels like a jo- something I would have seen in Jojo. I don't know where else it's, I would have seen it. It's Shino from Naruto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was oh, a guy right. in Naruto who has, like, a bunch of bugs in his body. Yeah, but he's not it. bugs, but the bugs have, they live inside of his clan's body, and they have, like, a symbiotic relationship where they can use them for fighting but then the bugs can live inside of them hmm really awesome yeah they really dropped the ball with him in boruto too he should have been so much cooler and he's like the funny goofy teacher very underrated character yeah i like how we solved like jotaro figured out that he was supposed to attack enya when she called him by his name and he was like well i wrote kyutaro in the name book Right, because looking at it upside down from far away, those look really different. He even put Kujo. Yeah, he put his real last name. <laughs> and then above it, you see Kakyoin, who... he It's funny. He It's not that he used a fake name, necessarily, but his name is uh, Noriaki Kakyoin. And uh, the kanji for Noriaki can also be read as Tenmei. So in a lot of translations, that's what they had called him. And he, as I guess as a nod to that, he wrote that as his name in, like, English in the name book, which I thought was oh, fun. Oh, nice. Hmm. Just, but, a, just a little nod to it. That's Yeah, but it's a little confusing in terms of, like, well, you know... I just assumed it was that he was also smart enough to use a fake name, but also right. used his real uh, last name again, just the same. Right. His name was above Jotaro, so I almost wonder if that's what gave him the idea. What, Jotaro? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. He's like, oh, that's a good idea. (laughs) This little old woman is very sketchy. So, let's see, what else? So they arrive there, and yes, of course, you know, a strange old woman in an abandoned town inviting you to her hotel. There couldn't be anything wrong with that, where no one else is staying, but... Yeah, right? Um, ghost town nobody at the hotel you gotta 
It was, it was funny, because um, I think one of the other notes that got deleted was, uh, Polnareff said, finally, we met a normal person, and she just proceeded to be as not normal of a person as possible. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that was not a good interaction. <laughs> For me, that would have raised some alarms, would have put up some red flags. Yeah. And, of course, what I was hoping for, though I knew it wasn't going to happen, was every time she was, like, thinking these, like, awful things about, you know, Polnareff and everybody else, that she would, like, accidentally say them. Yeah, she just says out loud, Polnareff, I'm going to rip your dick off. Oh, did I say that out loud? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. He's like, yeah, people say that about me a lot. Because I'm remembering now there literally was a fight that he had earlier in the show where the guy threatened to, like, bite his balls off yeah i remember that so, was so funny people people have some sort of weird fixation with him poor guy they're so mean to him <laughs> everyone was bullying him so much about the toilet thing at the end yeah it was so gross <laughs> it's like okay yeah next time a stand forces you to lick a toilet i'm gonna laugh at you bitch <laughs> poor guy yeah i can't even fathom what that would taste like Ugh. Though I would also say, how did she know that he had such a toilet fixation? I don't think she did. Or, no. I she think it was, was just, just coincidental because probably... she was in the, they were in the bathroom? No. I mean, she I, she was probably watching them somehow, you know. I know Dio has some sort of eyes on them, so. Yeah, I mean, that's always kind of, you know, you never really know what's going on, but. It was like, um, you know, my son attacked him in the bathroom, so. So I'm going to make him lick a poo-poo. Yeah. Maybe. Well, we're we're making our way through the first half of part three, and yeah, still got a little ways to go, but we'll oh. be on part four by 2024 for sure. Yeah, that's the thing is like I I I keep saying to them that like oh there's this thing in part four or part five that I w- want you to see, and it's like well <laughs> we have a while to go, huh? Let me see. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine episodes of, um, part one of part three to go, and then... Well, you know, certain... I think the problem is, you know, certain people seem to be too busy to uh, be able to record uh, episodes. Well, yeah, you know what? Things are hard (laughs) to do sometimes. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, uh, he got a new full-time job that works him to the bone. I'm not holding it against him or anything. This was this started as a pandemic project when none of us were doing jack shit. Yeah, I was I, when we started, I was still in school during COVID and most of my day was on my PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe I think we need another pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> then then it'll it'll get, it'll get me to work course. from home again though. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, well that's another problem. Yeah, it's like what's this crazy going right. into the office thing? Um, well, we're we're rambling now. Yeah, this now. is not about this is JoJo. Or none I, of I'm, this is. You can cut this. None of this is content. Oh, I'm not cutting um, any of this. This is gold. Okay, this yeah, is comedy this is, gold. This is what the people. This is what the people want to hear. But I'm gonna jump in here and say this has been Sono Podcast No Sodome, the fate of that podcast, the perfect family bonding activity. Bye.